Welcome to the Character Combine Podcast. I'm Josh Takimoto. And I'm Deb McCollum. And thank you all for joining us again. Uh, we recorded possibly, no, definitely the shortest podcast we've ever recorded because it was oh. so, we got past the intro, it's like that whole thing sucked. So Five minutes. Five minutes. Just, yeah, just now. And yeah. we had to start over. We just stopped. It's like, that was <laughs> awful. I don't even know what we were doing. Well, I was laughing first. You were laughing at first and, because I was trying to explain some yeah. uh, video stuff that we're trying to do with the podcast. And then I thought I would give everybody a heads up and a preview of stuff that's coming up, which yeah. for us, technically it's coming up. Right. But when this comes out, it's no. Yeah, it's going to be three episodes deep. <laughs> so. and It's like no one cares about that. So let's try this again. Here we go. So some of the episodes that we just had, yeah. the last three that haven't come out yet, but will by the time this airs. Yes. Uh, we had Joe Davidson mm -hmm. from the SAC B. We have um, Mary Jo Truesdell with Nikki B and Deb. That um, one's without Josh. Without me. So t make sure you tune in. You'll probably enjoy it. <laughs> it's a woman's episode. That's what she was trying to imply. And so, uh, and then um, prior to that is Bethany Crouch mm -hmm. from her sports story, which technically will be released tonight. Yeah. Um, so all this to say is if you haven't caught up on those or if this is the first time you've listened to one of our podcasts, definitely go back to all, you know, 20, 20 something that we've done. And I, can't I think believe we're already, already on 20. What number are we on? Uh, this is going to be like them. Let's see. So we tomorrow will be 26. Yeah, tomorrow will be 26. So this will be 29. Wow. 29, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, it is really crazy. 29. It's, um, it, yeah. You're it, welcome, it's you crazy. guys. You're welcome. I hope you enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, yeah. yeah, it is pretty crazy because it's been six, no, seven, no, six months. Six months. Six full yeah. months of doing podcasting. Wow. And there's sometimes, well, obviously based on the terrible intro that we had, prior to starting over hey which goes along with which goes along with our topic today yes absolutely yes. let's just jump right into that we were critical of ourselves <laughs> very critical. what is what is our topic today <laughs> our topic today is criticism and comparison actually you know i'm gonna say one more thing deb sorry deb also mentioned that uh prior to coming in here to record she had a mani petty mm -hmm. so she's super relaxed so just everybody keep that in mind and give her some grace. Because I was yawning earlier and Josh was like, oh, you're going to fall asleep? Okay, it was a massive so yawn. If you guys, so and I wasn't if I even stopped, talking, so I was, it wasn't like I was boring So her. if I stop talking, that means I'm sleeping. Yep. So I'm relaxed and comfortable. My nails and toes are cute, so that's good. There we go. So anyways, I just want to give everybody a heads up just in case she dozes off. <laughs> go ahead. What's the, what's the topic? <laughs> Criticism in comparison. Um, and a lot of that you know, has to do with, um, you know, just caring about what other people think. And there is some correlation between in sports with criticism and comparison and in life. I think it's, it, it can translate over to that very mm -hmm. well. Sure. Um, and so, um, I mean, with criticism, I have in my notes, um, I just want to say it right now, I guess, don't, and I think I just made this up, don't be so quick to believe or disbelieve all criticism. Yes. Right. So yeah. there are times um, as an athlete mm -hmm. when a coach tells you, um, you know, hey, you're doing this wrong. So you need to do it this way instead. Um, that's just an example for sports. It can ha I mean, anywhere in life. Mm -hmm. And it's really quick to be defensive, I right. think, and to just kind of shut down. Right. And to not believe it and mm -hmm. to just, you know, think they don't know what they're talking about. Um, but on the other hand, um, to and then I think when I say this to be, you know don't be so quick to believe all criticism mm -hmm. uh, that one's hard because in the sports world it's like you know we need to teach our athletes to like listen to your coach you know be listen to that criticism and right. fix it um, but there are times in life where you can't believe everything that everyone's telling you because not everyone has your best interests sure and so there are times that's why I say don't be so quick to believe or disbelieve all criticism I think mm -hmm. it's, impor it's important to take all of it in um, good or bad, whether you believe it or not, and let it sit with you. And then I think you can decide later, you can pick apart um, what to believe or not believe. Now, yeah, absolutely. yeah, but I mean, on the field, and your coach is telling you something, you don't really have that long to make a decision. You right, just got to right. do it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, no, that's absolutely true. Right, right. Um, no, it, criticism is a weird thing. I, yeah. I agree, because 
you can think of, um, I mean, how many times on ESPN have you seen these highlights of athletes that, you know, are at the top level of their game and there's, they kind of, you know, give a background to their story and it's this, there's this element of, hey, I was criticized here and I was criticized there all throughout my life and I rose above it, right? right. So in that sense, you know, you look at criticism as an obstacle right. that had to get, you know, had to get, mm-hmm. you know, um, you had to get past. Right. And so... I think sometimes, especially in sports, we think of criticism as like, okay, I'm being criticized on social media. Uh, fans are criticizing pro athletes. People on Sports Center and ESPN, all those things are, are criticizing athletes for or right. coaches for what they do or don't do. Right. And I think, like you said, we look at it typically from one side. It's, it's a negative thing that has mm-hmm. to be brushed off. And I think that's not always the case. Right. I think it is wise to look at the criticism and say, okay, let me take a step back. Maybe not make a, a, a rash um, judgment on the criticism right then and there, but maybe if you can step back and say, "Okay, is this valid? What is maybe some of it is it valid? Maybe some of it's valid. Maybe some of it I can use. Maybe some of it I can learn from." Right. Um, like you, like you mentioned, in a game, you can't really have that that moment to really step back. Right. But um, I, I think sometimes there is a an element of ego or pride that comes into that and in how we receive criticism, and it feels like you're taking a shot at like, "Well, no, I." You don't need to tell me what to do. I know how to do this. Right. Well, <clears throat> yeah. Maybe you don't, or yeah. maybe you need some assistance, or maybe someone from a, a third, you know, party perspective can right. has a different, you know, angle on what they're seeing, and they can help you out. Right. Um, so yeah, it's 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 really is an interesting thing because I think mm-hmm. when we first talked about this topic, it was very much, hey, how do you kind of brush off criticism? How do you, right, prevent it from affecting yeah. you in your mind right, in right. your mind state? But there there are a lot of different elements to it. I think. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I think as an athlete. And just coming from a coach's perspective and an athlete's perspective, um, criticism just, you know, in the game during practice from your coach, even from your teammates, when you know it's coming from a well-meaning place of, hey, this is what you need to do to, you know, fix your play, like, you know, fix your swing, uh, fix, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, your free throw shot um, or what have you. I think a lot of athletes take that personally. Yes. Like they take it on a personal level in terms of like, oh, like I'm no good, like mm-hmm. my self-worth. And they just start getting inside their own head mm-hmm. whether than them being able to differentiate and separate um, the work that they're doing versus their self-worth. And then right. I, and I think that's when self-criticism comes into play and then they start having negative self-thoughts and, right. you know. We always circle around to self worth for some reason. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's I think it's just a big part of it is because you think I mean, you're dealing with athletes. Athletes are human beings, right? And part of being a human being is understanding your self worth. Yeah, and, absolutely. And some some people do, right? Some people don't, right? And there's a lot of us I think that are in the middle. That mm-hmm. some days you do and some days you don't. And so right. I do think it and it affects all areas of life. It's not like you can just turn it off in that moment. If you're yeah. struggling with self worth, yeah, you can't just say, okay, now I'm on the field. Yeah. I can shut that part of my life right. off. You can't because it's just gonna. It's something mm-hmm. that affects all of you all yeah. the time, and it's up right. up in your head. So, yeah. it's going to affect you yeah. in all areas of life. So, right. that's that's why I think it comes up so much um, yeah. as a topic in in our podcast. Yeah, you know, and I think it affects athletes quite a bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And I think, and you know, obviously, I'm not a psychologist, but I think that when an athlete does have healthy self-worth mm-hmm. and self-esteem and they know who they are mm-hmm. i think they're able to take criticism um better with sure. a sense of being able to separate that mm-hmm. and just as a coach like i was telling you earlier before we recorded i could tell which athletes were um taking it personally and not taking it personally right just by their body language and just what they, their responses like sure. <clears throat> my athletes who would take criticism well whether or not, I can't say for sure whether they had good self-worth. That's not something for me to speak to right. on their behalf. But I could tell when they did, when they were able to separate it because they would say, yes, coach. Okay, coach. Yes. And they're just very responsive and mm-hmm. they're wanting to fix it. And then other athletes who maybe took it more personally for whatever reason, mm-hmm. their body language said otherwise. Right. And their, their responses or lack thereof. Right. Or even like the rolling of the eyes or whatever. Like you All could just attitude. tell. Yeah, 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 yeah. just a little sure. tiny bit of it. Like you could tell that they're not agree- agreeing <laughs> with right. what you're saying. Sure. And they could, and that's when they can, you know, take it personally. So, <clears throat> but I think there's a correlation between um, self-worth and being able to take criticism. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, um, something I wanted to bring up, and maybe um, I may, I may, well, 
I was gonna say I could maybe t even take the audio of this and kind of cut it in right here, uh -huh. but um, let's kind of describe it. But something that we did, or I guess Harper, Jason Harper did, um, I think it was like back in 2014 or 2015. Mm. We were we did a few of these videos. It was like a two minute Thursday, okay. and so just two minute thoughts as far as you know how you can stuff you can kind of take take on as an athlete or think about as an athlete that might help your game or as a coach too. So one of those things was. Um, one of those videos was called Silencing the Turtles. Huh. And so the idea behind Silencing the Turtles was um, why, as a person, why would you worry about the criticism of turtles who are down low to the ground when you could be living up with the giraffes mm. who are, are much higher above everybody else? It, it's something to that effect. And so, which is true, right? Because a lot of times when you, when, if it is negative criticism and you, and you think about it, it doesn't really, you know, it doesn't really apply to you mm -hmm. or it's just negative criticism because someone doesn't have your best interest, right. then, you know, we shouldn't be listening to it. But so many times we do and we, we lower, our, lower ourselves to that cri cri critic's level. Yeah. And yeah. so, you know, it, it's easy to do. Right. Because we just want to respond so quickly or we, right. we, we react so quickly right. to it. And so, you know, so there was, he called it the ABC of surviving criticism. And it was assess the criticism and see if there's anything that's there, if there's any truth in that criticism because it, it would be easy to just say okay just discard all of it because right. i just don't like what is being said but right. as much as it may hurt right. there may be something in there you can use there's also the b is better yourself so see how how can you use that criticism to better mm -hmm. yourself if there's some truth in what the person's saying or what is being said to you can you use that and apply it to yourself and make yourself better right and then the c is compartmentalize take that use it learn from it but then don't dwell on it. Put it off to right. the side. Put it away and right. say, okay, I got what I needed from that, but I'm not going right. to continue dwelling on that. If, like you said, if a coach says, hey, uh, during a drill, you need to do X, Y, and Z better. Mm. Okay. Think about it. Yeah, okay, I know how to do that now. I know what I need to do better. Right. Put it away. Stop yeah. thinking about how, okay, if I mess it up, coach is going to talk to me again because that's not going to help you. Right. You've got to think about, okay, they're Just looking out for it. my best interest. Right. Use it mm -hmm. and then don't think about it anymore because right. then you're going to be in your own head right so um that's definitely something to look at on youtube it's like i said it's just a quick two minute video and um i thought it, I mean, it just fits in really well because we're talking about criticism yeah no i never knew i've never i've never heard that the abc yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I should i guess being on this podcast i should have seen that video at some point no no but i haven't so <laughs> it was anyway, a while ago so i kind of forgot about it yeah and oh. i was looking through i'm like yeah. i feel like I, I was thinking i feel like there was something about this but i couldn't mm. remember what it was and then yeah. i saw the title silencing turtles because it is a, when you hear it, it's like, yeah. I don't know what that means. Yeah. It's a unique uh, right. title. And right, then right. I, it's like when he says it, it's like, oh, that makes sense. But, right. you know, it is, I think it is very easy to do. Well, yeah. Well, and can, well, and can you imagine, so just thinking of like giraffe and turtle, can you imagine, um, I don't know, someone like an NFL player um, being criticized, let's say via Twitter by just a fan? Can you imagine and just saying like, oh, you suck or that pass or whatever? Can right. you imagine? And that. That would be like the NFL player responding to them and trying to defend themselves well, to a fan. They do, though. It, that's the crazy thing. You there's guys, some, don't do that. There's some people out there that can't help themselves. Yeah, and, but it's and like, And it's really? easier said than done. Like, mm, I look at that sometimes and I talk to people. I'm like, how many millions of dollars are you making? Yeah. And how much and who, better are you at this skill than the person that's right. you know, on their couch tweeting? Right. But maybe maybe it's different in the moment. Mm. I don't know. But right. I've seen some athletes do an incredible – some athletes and coaches do an incredible job. And they're just right. like – Right. Some of them, I think the yeah. smart ones don't have social media. <laughs> yeah, there you go. They're <laughs> it was like, like, no, I'm not going to yeah. deal with this. Yeah, yeah. And then others, for whatever reason, can't help themselves. Right. And it's like, you're, you're one of the yeah. best five athletes right. in the world. Right. And you're, you're replying to this stuff. Why? Right. I don't yeah. know what it is. I think it's just like, I feel like sometimes we're more prone to, I tried doing this. I tried, I've done one team talk on this topic mm -hmm. and it's, it was hard in my head to, to organize it because the two words are so similar, right. but they're very different in my opinion. It's it's a matter of someone who reacts to something versus someone who responds to something. Oh, okay. Now I think the definition may be very similar, but I think there's a difference, right? Like right. reacting gives the impression or the idea that whatever is happening, mm -hmm. your action is based on that thing, right? Whereas I feel like a response is something that something happens and your action is based on like you. Mm. You see what I'm saying? It's that's right. what, it, right. went, it went it went okay in the team talk. It was, it was, <laughs> I kept using them interchangeably, but yeah. like in my opinion, there's when you have like a first responder, there's a reason why they're called a first responder, not a first reactor. Oh. Because I feel like a response is something that's more thought out, more yeah. careful, yep. more mm -hmm. it's more level headed. Where reactions right. like go it's quick, 
Yeah. You don't think about it. You right. just do it. Reactionary. Because your situation, you, you know what I'm saying? I, I've been called reactionary, so I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Josh is like, I don't know what I to do with that I can't speak to that. I don't so. think. I have to think about that. But yeah, if anybody if anybody listens to this podcast and you know Deb well, we'll put a poll out, we'll put my, a poll out there. <laughs> my roommate will say, yes, she is reactionary. <laughs> okay, well, let us know. She put it out there. She gets to see me on yeah. a day to day. See, there we go. <laughs> but it, you know I mean? But it's easy to do. And I think yeah, that's where totally. that... That's where the criticism becomes hard. I think right. if someone's more reactionary, yeah. then mm-hmm. at the drop of a hat, they're ready to go. Yeah. And yep. it's like, then it snowballs into this massive thing. Yep. It's like, but like, what'd you expect? Yep. You know, whereas I think, if, again, and again, it's very different, difficult yeah. to, I think, differentiate between the two. But in my head, it made sense. Right. Like, response is like, okay, I'm, I'm in control. That's a better way of putting it. Reaction is like, you're controlling me right. in my, in my right. reaction to the situation. Yeah. Response is like, okay. I'm controlling how I mm-hmm. act on the situation. Right. Yeah. That was very messy, but I think you, I think everybody gets it. I get. Well, I get it for good, sure. Good. But I think that's what happens. That's, and I think criticism. Yeah. I think criticism can evoke that out of us. Oh, totally. You know what I mean? Well, and just that's we always tell our athletes. Um, I I uh, used to coach, or I coach at the high school level. Um, in terms of I do strength and conditioning now, but I used to coach softball. And we always tell them, don't respond to social media like that, you know, because especially high school kids, you know, they're super way more reactionary, I guess you would think, than adults. But then sometimes Mm. (laughs) I question (laughs) whether high school kids are more reactionary than adults. Not always the case. Um, But we always. Sorry, not to cut you off, but I wish I I wish I had the article, but. Well, it was not too long ago. Was it this later earlier this week or maybe it was late last week? There was a some team that got like a coach and fans got into a fight at a high school game or Ooh. man, I wish I could remember no. what it was. But it was it was pretty bad. But that's a perfect that, example. It's well, like, yeah, it, those are grown adults at a youth, at a youth game. It's like this whole thing. I wish I could a youth game remember what, what it was. But there, okay. it was like it was like a fight on this field. It was but like a baseball field. I think un- unfortunately that's more true. That's more um, happens more than I think we think it does because you would right. think that. <laughs> You coaches and adults right you would think but right um a lot of us still have you know that inner child in us and adults are equally as you know capable of being reactionary obviously right but that's why we tell our um I, we always tell our girls like stay don't respond to social media mm-hmm. because they would get you know crap talking from other teams or player or you know sure. and then um our girls would get in trouble when they respond when they reacted i was gonna say responded but like See, it's tough yeah i know yeah, yeah. <clears throat> when they reacted and just right. right away like wanted to blast them back but it's like what does that do all it does is oh okay one of my um one of my uh coaches she always said see if i can word this the right way what susan says about sally says more about susan than sally hmm. so okay. we always told our girls when you react and you just bleh, go, that says more about you sometimes than them. So just right. don't, you know, don't say anything. <laughs> don't react. Right, right, right. And so um, anyway, that always, when you were talking about reaction versus response, we always teach our, our high school athletes to just, because that's their first instinct is to react. Well, I think that's the case for a lot of athletes, right? Because yeah. it affects competition too. Right. Um, I don't want to get too far off track, but right, right, right. the the response react that yeah. So this is <laughs> mm-hmm. this episode has like five titles. <laughs> I think so too. Yeah, but we're still with criticism because you you it's react slash yes. respond to criticism. Thank you. We're brought, good. Brought us back. Yes, bring it back. Um, but no, even in the midst of competition, you know, you if you like you said, if someone's talking trash, yeah. or if someone reacts a way that you don't like, or is you know yeah. doing something like they, mm-hmm. you know, if they you know score a touchdown on you mm-hmm. or you know they hit a home run whatever it might be, and they react a certain way. Mm-hmm. Um, you could react mm-hmm. to it, but really, what, in my opinion, what that does is it's you're giving them a seat in your head, and they're, yeah. you're kind of giving them access to the, the steering wheel mm-hmm. and saying, like, you're basically showing them, hey, what you did affected me, and mm-hmm. now you're up in my head, mm-hmm. rather than saying, like, not giving them anything right. and just responding to it by competing harder right. or mm-hmm. making sure when it was your opportunity to hit or your team's opportunity to hit, yep. you're going to you know do better when you're on offense. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So mm-hmm. um, that's how I've always looked at it too. It's, yep. you know, I, my baseball coach was, would always talk about blowing up the balloon, you know? So mm-hmm. the louder you were in the dugout, not necessarily saying, not saying things at the pitcher, but just being loud, cheering on your own teammates. Mm-hmm. When things start, you know, that's when things start uh-huh. going bad for a pitcher. Yep. It seems like everything's just chaotic. Right. And so that was the idea. Yeah. It's like blow up the balloon because eventually pop, 
right. it goes. And so um, I think that is a pretty good example of like mental toughness and people yeah. that react to something. Cause you've, I mean, I've played against people before too, mm-hmm. um, where the pitcher's not gonna get rattled. Mm-hmm. Like you could scream in there two feet from their face. And they don't like, react. All right, where's They're my, like, cool. I, excuse me, I need to throw the next pitch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, you can't, and people finally give up. Yep. But like you said, it, it does say more about the person yeah. that's reacting. Yeah. Because it's like, okay, you're, you're rattled that easily. Right. That, that gives me insight into where your mental toughness is. Right. And I think it's the same, same thing. It's like if you react, if you see these people on Twitter or social media and they're mm-hmm. reacting to certain things, that gives me insight to where you're at as a person. Yeah. You know, I mean, or maybe a small idea of what you're dealing with. It's like, okay, this person right. has some self-worth issues because they couldn't let that go. Right. They had to speak on that. Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I think. And then self-criticism. It, it's worse when you criticize yourself. And right. everyone does. We are our own. I was talking to a friend the other day about it. Like, we are our own worst critic. We're always going to find flaws within ourselves. Yes. Most people do at least. Right. I don't know. Some people think they're perfect. That's not me, but. <laughs> well, and I think if you, if you, yeah, if, if that's you, then you probably don't take criticism well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, I think that um, there's a correlation, like we said, between self-worth and criticism. But so in, in um, contrast to that, or um, not contrast to that, the word comparison, mm-hmm. that, that, that goes, I think, hand in hand to criticism, kind of, but it's like on a different page because when you compare, and we can jump back to criticism if you want to, but um, when we compare ourselves, there's um, this, uh, now you're on a level of you're focusing on someone else. Yes. And not your own, whatever right. it is you're doing or how, or your own self-worth, mm-hmm. now you're just focusing on another person whether that be a teammate, if you're an athlete, another coach, if you're a coach, um, you know, and just um, outside of that realm, just another person. Social media does that all the time, every yeah. day. No, it's good. I think, because we talked about this a little bit earlier before we started recording yeah. and comparison and criticism, but mm-hmm. based on what you were saying earlier about, or just, just a little while ago about self-criticism, mm-hmm. that's, that's kind of where comparison comes in, right? Because yeah. when you compare yourself to someone else, mm-hmm that's you criticizing yourself or looking mm-hmm. at yourself in a critical way and saying, okay, yeah. why am I not that? Or why can't I do what that athlete does? Right. And then, you know, I think the, the criticism side is I think more so taking what other people are saying about you mm-hmm. and applying it to you and how you react to that. So yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I think that's what comparison does. I think yeah. it makes us potentially can make us more self-critical of right. ourselves. Right. You know, totally. again, I think mm-hmm. that's not always a, again, I don't think it's always a bad thing. Right. I think you could look at someone and if someone inspires you, yeah. you could look at their life or the way they practice or compete and say, man, am I, so hard work, right? Yeah. You could see someone out there that maybe doesn't have as much skill as you. Maybe you don't think they have as much talent as you, but mm-hmm. they're working way harder than you. Yeah. You might look at that and say, okay, ooh, yeah. I'm not doing enough. Right. Because that person is, you know, right. beating me in every sprint. Right. They're, every yeah. drill, they're just competing harder. Right. You can take that and use that. Right. Now, if you're saying, man, I just, I'm not this person. I, I can't do this. I can't, I'm not as strong as this person. I'm not, you know, and it starts messing with your head. Then maybe it's not the best thing. Right. Know? Right. Exactly. Like you could take it as, um, you know, some people are able to take that comparison, like what you just said, like, oh man, they're doing that. Like I want to do that. Right. Or I want to be like that. Some, and some people, yes, some people are able to use it as inspiration and just leaving and just leave it there, right. leave it at that and right. then focus on working on themselves. But some people do that and then, but they keep going back to looking, to looking at them, but I'm not this, but I'm not this, but I'm not this. And then, right. and if it becomes a continuous cycle, I think that's when it can be, um, it's like self-sabotage right. and you don't even realize it. And right. I haven't, I think it's in the same article that I have another article, of course, that I found. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, it's from psychology today and it's called bouncing back by Deborah Carr, C-A-R-R. And in her article, she said that comparing ourselves to others is a drive and it's one almost as powerful as thirst or hunger. Hmm. So I know that's I thought that I did. Yeah. I thought that was interesting too. And so can you imagine how much, if that's a drive and people, mm-hmm. how much more drive that is in athletes? Right. Because athletes right. are nothing but competitive. Right. And so exactly. they are like, you know, they want to be better and they want to do this. And if they don't look within themselves to try to focus on themselves of where they've been and how they can be better, um, they can start to look at others. Right. 
and like how can I you know again how can I be like that right. and leave it at that and mm-hmm. just work on yourself that could be your goal right my goal is to do that but to not keep going back because right. that per- okay because think about it this way too that person they're already at a level that you're not mm-hmm. so you're going to keep working at it right but right. by the time you are at that level they are going to have been they're going to get better because they were already kind of ahead of you most of the time. And that's not a bad thing. That doesn't mean you are no good or Mm -hmm. your self-worth isn't lowered. That just means you're not at their level. And that just is, that's just the way the world is sometimes. Right. Like I'm not, I'm as a person, I'm not at the same level as a millionaire. (laughs) Right. 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 right? And I can't like expect myself to like, Oh my gosh, you know, why am I not doing that? So I think athletes tend to like, it's like a nonstop, um, you know, and there's a healthy way and unhealthy way to do that too. Um, there's, sure. well, cause, okay. So in the article, there's two types of comparisons is what Dr. Carr uh, talks about. Um, social comparison and temporal comparison. So if you're not, if you're not familiar with the two, and to be honest, I had to like, go, <laughs> I had to relook at it and be like, okay, what is this again? Yeah, go back yeah, to psychology sure. class in college. Right. Um, social, social comparison is determining your social and personal worth based on how you stack up against somebody else. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then temporal, I think, I don't even know if I'm saying that right. Temporal comparison is comparing yourself to today to where you were in the past or where you want to be in the future. Right. So you compare yourself right. with yourself of like, okay, this is where I was like five years ago. I couldn't even... Um, I don't know. I couldn't even, you know, run to first base mm-hmm. in, you know, six seconds. And now right. I'm running in three seconds or, you know, sure. so it's, it's, you know, comparing your own work to where you are now. And then with social comparison, you're always trying to, um, compare yourself against others. Right. And yeah. Well, there was, I don't know, was it the last Olympics, uh, the last summer Olympics? I think it was, maybe it was the one before that. I can't remember, but there was that. I don't know if you saw, there was that image of Michael Phelps and there was, I forgot which country the guy was from. There was another swimmer from a different country, I think, that was was saying some different things about Michael Phelps, right? And um, like felt like he was like, he was come after him, right? He's like, I'm gonna beat you basically. Uh, I, I can't remember the exact yeah. context of what it was. So if you know what I'm talking about, just look it up and yeah. you can correct me, that's fine. But um, there was, a, once they actually were in the pool together and there was that moment where they actually raced, there was that image where um, the, the other guy was like you know in the middle of his his like front stroke and he was looking over and you could see <gasps> michael phelps was in front of him oh, do you remember that image yes it was, it was really popular for a long time yeah. because um you know people thought it was funny because it's like oh this dude you know was so focused on him on that, him and that, michael was like focused on his own lane right, and right? Actually, is that what it was right, and he yeah was, he was just doing his thing focused yeah. on what he should be and this guy was like literally looking at him yes i do remember that it was a crazy image yeah. and it was it was funny because like the guy got so that yeah. was kind of funny but then right. more importantly it's like we actually captured this idea on yeah. like on film saying like oh right this is a perfect example because yep. he was so focused on someone else right that he should have just been focused on his, his lane yeah you know because absolutely it's with anything right like if you you as a strength and conditioning yep. coach you know you can compare yourself to someone else's you know how much they bench or squat mm-hmm. but yeah. at the end of the day who's the one that has to squat the weight for you yep it's you. Exactly. So however much they yep. squat is not going to really affect your life. Yeah. It yeah. might inspire you. Yeah. But it's not going to affect you or it's not going to make you stronger. It's yeah. not going to do anything. You have mm-hmm. to be focused on what you're doing. Totally. Otherwise, you're not going to be able yep. to lift any more weight than you were beforehand. Exa- yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, and just, yeah, and not only that, and just, you know, seeing like I'll even be critical of myself and compare myself to other per- to other personal trainers and other sure. uh, strength and conditioning coaches. And I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh, their program is amazing. Right. They have their own gym. And I'm like, oh, I suck. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Look, and so, yeah, yeah. and to- I, to- I let, and you know, I'm human, so I let my, I'll like let myself indulge in those feelings of like, oh my gosh, like I, if I could have, you know, have that and, you know, but then I usually bring myself back to like, it's okay. Like where I am is, you know, I'm working on it and where I'm supposed to be, but it's totally like, I could even go into that cycle, unhealthy cycle of constantly comparing myself to other trainers for sure. Oh, I think we all do. I I mean, you and I have done it with this podcast. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. We've talked just in all honesty, we've talked and we've seen some podcasts where it's like, think we're better <laughs> does it help us not really no. does it doesn't yeah. do anything for us it's right. just like it's, it's an ego thing right that, right right, you know, right or we look at podcasts we're like oh my gosh they have so many listeners and they're subscribers like us. what the heck right. yeah and it's like we're That's way awesome. worse than them it yeah, just yeah. happens but yeah i feel like yeah and so i was gonna say when we're at our best podcasting which some people are like you're never 
really at your yeah, best. Yeah, that's true. But I yeah. feel like when we're when we've had our best episodes, yeah, we're not thinking about another podcast. We're no. not thinking about another You're podcast right. host. Uh-huh. You know, we're just like, okay, how, what are we going to do today, and how mm-hmm. are we going to, you know, yep. communicate whatever idea we're communicating. Yep. And I think that's you know, that's yep. the, I think that's the idea is that. It goes back to what we said in in a previous episode, which I said I wasn't going to do anymore. But uh, self criticism, self criticism. (laughs) But um, I forgot which one it was. I think it was maybe failure we talked about. But um, you have this. Oh, I lost my thought. Dang it! Oh, it's gone. Well, here. See, I criticized myself, and now I I, I lost. Look, you're focused. Okay. Okay, it came back. Okay, came back. All right. Bring it back. (laughs) Bring it back. So I think you know what happens is as athletes, the best version of an athlete is when they can perform or compete freely. Yeah. unattached or unblocked mm-hmm. by anything right yep. and so a lot of that comes down to your mental mm-hmm. your mental state and i yep. think the criticism plays a big part just as failure mm-hmm. does if you're yep. constantly thinking about past failures yep. you're not going to be free to compete in the moment you know as right. the best version of yourself same thing with criticism if you're yep. thinking about okay i don't want to mis- mis- make a mistake because i'm going to be criticized mm-hmm. or that criticism i'm still thinking about that criti- criticism and i'm going to prove them wrong mm-hmm. sometimes it works but most of the time it's not going to work mm-hmm. and it's you're no, you're no longer free in that moment because right. you're you're holding on to these things yeah. that you should really let go of to compete freely right and so i think that's that's one of the downsides about this criticism thing too whereas yeah. if like like jay said if you compartmentalize mm-hmm. use it mm-hmm. discard it now you're not holding on to that thing. And it's not like mm-hmm. acting like this weight that's around your neck. Right. You've used it. And it's actually just like this thing that's boosted you and, and, and made you better as a, a person or an athlete. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I, I don't know. Just that idea of always yeah. being able to compete in the moment. You have to be free from those things, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Well, and can you imagine if you're, you're const- if you're constantly thinking about other, you know, like if we're if we are constantly thinking about other podcasts, how are we going to have room to concentrate on our own work? You know, right. so if you're constantly thinking and comparing yourself and criticizing yourself, you don't have any room to work with anyone. Right. To, I mean, to work with yourself and to, you know, get where you want to you get to get to be where you want to be. Right. And um, I some of my athletes will come to me and like will tell me pretty much confess to me like, yeah, I'm not like that person. I'm not. And I'm like, how's that working out for you? Right. <laughs> thinking right. about that. Is that helping you? Right. Right. No. Right. <laughs> so they, they're always, you know, it's never the answer. Whenever it's like, is that helping you? You thinking about how you're not this way or that way. Right. The answer is never. Yes, that's helping me. Right. <laughs> right. It's never. Exactly. Helpful. Yeah. It's usually, usually never helpful. Right. right. Well, there was, yeah. um, there's a book that I read and I would recommend it, recommend it to any coach or athlete. It's a, it's a small book, um, but it's just, it's re- it's probably one of my favorite books as far as competition mm. and um, like the mindset. It's called Mind Gym. Um, mm. I can't remember the author, um, but it's called Mind Gym and it's really good. But one of the things that I, I took from there and I, I've used it in team talks and it, it's it's actually pretty cool when it, when it works well and it usually it usually works pretty well. Yeah. Is he was saying that and he used this this author used to do this with um, you know coaches or teams that he was working with as a sports psychologist. But if you have an athlete, so if I'm looking at you. And I say, okay, um, I need you to, without moving your head and without just moving your, just moving your eyes, like follow everything I say. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna basically give you directions on which way to look. And mm-hmm. so just with your eyes, follow my directions. And I'll, all of a sudden I'll go, okay, left, right, left, right, up, down, left, right, 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 up, down, right. <laughs> but you see what happens. And so you yeah. see all these athletes doing yeah. it right. And they're trying their best. Well, a couple of things happen almost every time I've done this as what he was saying, what happens is first of all, some people aren't able to keep up with the instructions mm. because they start moving their head. Right. Which you did a little. You, I you did. did. I did tried it. Bit. I kind of was like. Uh. But the the bigger thing, and the, and yeah. you definitely did this, which is cra- so crazy. You start holding your breath. Oh my gosh, that's so. You know weird. what I'm saying? Because yes. you're you're so focused on the mm. on the things. Okay, I gotta follow whatever this person's doing. Yeah. And trying to follow his directions. Yeah. That you start holding your breath, and it's all of a sudden it's affecting you physically. Oh my gosh, that's And funny. it's like, and sometimes mm-hmm. you just like, okay, it's so overwhelming. I'm now right. I'm turning my head, which the instructor said, don't do. Right. And so it's the same thing with criticism. Mm-hmm. You want to listen to all this criticism. What's over oh. here? What's over here? What's over here? Right. It's going to affect you. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was, a, it was kind of a cool thing that. That's a good visionary oh, to have. Yeah, I think our, I think our camera went off. Oh, dang it. We That's tried. A good, we tried. I know. <laughs> I can go, I can push start again. That's um, okay. Well, <laughs> we're trying to record our, we're trying to video record ourselves for yeah, the first time. Yeah, just to see time. how it goes. Yeah. And it just, yeah. It's gone. <laughs> it's gone. It didn't work. <laughs> now we're just looking at a picture of Deb on our phone. Oh my gosh. <laughs> my background. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, and um, no, that's a good visionary to have because, um, you know, sometimes it takes for 
to it takes people to hear things or see things a different way for it to like click so that's a good that's a good way for i think some people to hear that like oh like that's true like you can't listen you can't keep listening to what everyone's saying there's no way right like but you have nothing you will have no room for anything <laughs> after that right. you have no you know yeah so. well and even when you listen and i think i i, I use it this that like exercise for something a little bit different i think mm -hmm. in the book it was more like how do you how do you keep your heart rate down in competition yeah because in in the more tense moments mm. like we tense up yeah so yeah i, I say left right right up right. down it, it's very calm very you know cool and relaxed right. and you can follow those instructions kind of like chaos. when i was getting my pedicure earlier today okay like relaxing oh okay i'm like i'm not i'm trying <laughs> <laughs> i was trying to figure out the comparison i'm like did they do that while you're getting your <laughs> No. Nails done? No, that the whole terrifying. Like left, right, up, oh down. Gosh. Like what? Like I'm not coming back here. No, but just <laughs> the whole like it's yeah. calming. It's the atmosphere is calm. Yeah. Yeah, but what happens if someone just ran in there and started screaming? I would be pissed. Right, right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. This is not this is not relaxing. Yeah. Everybody gets tense because like what right. is what is going on right now? Yes. Yeah. And so people are trying to figure it out. It's yeah. like you know what I mean. So right. I think that's, that was the point. So you can use right. that that exercise, coaches. If you want to use it, uh, right. I can probably explain it better, or I can tell you exactly where that is in that book but yeah. um it, it works on multiple you know levels like if you're trying to stay cool and calm and collected in the moments right. of chaos during competition it works perfect right. same thing if you're trying to talk about criticism and we're trying to listen to all this criticism you can do it like like we've said you can kind of take it in and, and say okay what can i use but you have to be calm because right. the moment you get tense and the, mo yeah. the moment you kind of get riled up by that criticism mm -hmm. you're probably going to react in mm -hmm. a way that you don't want to right usually yeah no absolutely um, and, um, going back really quick to social comparison versus temporal comparison from that article. Sorry, we went way off track. That's okay. I meant, I meant for it to go like that, by the way, I planned oh, it. I was like, I'm not going to say, it. I'm just going to say this when we, later when we come back to it. Oh, perfect. Okay, good. <laughs> Have you ever, <laughs> sometimes I listen, it was planned. sometimes I listen yeah. to these <laughs> I'm like, man, I talk a lot. Uh, Have you listened to those before? And thought that yeah. about yourself or me? No, you definitely. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just kidding. Like, no, yeah. no. Oh, no. Here we go. Here comes criticism. I listen and I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, I either hate my voice yeah. or I say um or like or there's some, there's, I don't know. There's always something to where or that didn't make any sense. Like, I'll listen to myself and say that made no sense. My, that sentence that I just said, no sense. None. I do that all the time. Yeah. So. There's yeah. some, you know, there when you go. When I laugh, I'm like, how many times? That's such a stupid laugh. Oh my gosh. Same, all the time. same, same. So look, we can always criticize ourselves. Yep. Is that, is that helping us? No, but. Nope, not really. Or maybe it does. Maybe it could. Here we go. That could help. Oh, okay. Here we go. Here's some, here's some constructive criticism for myself. On the fly. I, on the fly. I try, I don't want to say, um, or like mm -hmm. too much. You know, that goes back to the high school days when you, right. when they're public giving speaking. your, yeah, public speaking. There yeah. we go. And mm -hmm. that, and I'm using that as not coming down on myself, but it sounds more verbally, it just sounds better when I'm not sure. saying um or like, and it's more professional. There you go. There you go. There you go. So there's there's yeah. a perfect, I'm not going to, I'm with not going to lose any sleep tonight from that criticism. Good. <laughs> you agree. Thank you. Yeah. He <laughs> <laughs> just said, I agree. You say like all the time. Oh my no, gosh. I do the same thing. I'm like, man. Yeah. yeah. So there we go. Anyway, but okay, really quick, back going back to, yeah. Back, <laughs> bring back social comparison. Again, that means you're determining your social and personal worth based on other people and how you stack up against them. So right. this article says that there are three reasons why social comparison is not good mm -hmm. necessarily. Number one is that others' so-called perfectionism, and that's mm -hmm. in quotes, is an illusion. So right. you look at someone and they're like, oh my gosh, they're so, like, let's just, you know, in sports, you know, let's just say an athlete's looking at someone like, oh my gosh, they're so good. Like that's like, they're flawless, they're perfect, whatever. Right. They don't see the behind the scenes maybe work like sure. the practice maybe you don't know that you don't know if they go home and mm -hmm. they don't necessarily have a great home life you know or right. if they're just you know at pre you know when um uh i don't know it i mean it talked more about you know like social you know social media like when people it's like when people only post the highlights the highlight right. reels of their life right. and then you have no idea right. um all the other stuff that's going on so there's, you know, one thing, perfectionism is, can be an illusion. Sure. Number two, this one was really hard for me to accept, but I have mm. to because it's true. Okay. Life isn't fair. Mm. Now, I mean, obviously that's true. I don't disagree with that, but mm -hmm. when it talked about it more in depth, it said that some people just have it. Mm. And some people, um, sometimes hard work isn't enough. 
right sometimes right, right. and right. like just for example like you know I've had I've had athletes where they are so talented so like ridiculously and they don't even work that hard and they're just mm -hmm. so talented and then sure. and then I have athletes who it's the opposite they work so hard but they get don't everything. get playtime right and so there's you know obviously there's that and then mm -hmm. just in the real world things like you know oh this person was just born into money like that's just mm -hmm. that's just how it is and you weren't so you need to work a little harder right it, you know and so anyway so that one's kind of like a oh like that's true life isn't fair no that's yeah that's really good yeah because we don't think about that time uh, like that way a lot of times i think we think about it you know mm -hmm. in ways of yeah hey, well, it's not fair right you know the worst thing too i think for someone anybody but yeah. talking to, to coaches and athletes specifically mm -hmm. is when you say if only if i had that situation then i'd be somewhere better right bottom line is you don't yeah so yeah. you can't use that as an excuse it might be true, right? But you can't use that as an excuse because you're you're going to cripple yourself as an right. athlete, and yep. you're gonna you know prevent your growth from you know yeah. going as far as it can possibly go. Right. But I think it happens a lot. Like, yeah. and we compare like you look at schools too. You look at some of these schools in Sacramento, mm -hmm. and you see some of these schools that have a lot. Like, like that community has a ton of money. Right. Yeah, their field, mm -hmm. their facility, their equipment, their jerseys, everything, mm -hmm. a lot better. Right. Everything down to the car they drive into the game. Yeah. It's just yeah. way better. And then you go to some of these other schools, they don't yeah. have anything. There's, they're, they're hoping they can get one or two bats or yep. one or two helmets, or you know, yep. hopefully they have a, a couple of basketballs to bring to the gym. Like, right. it's just very different situations. Right. If you focus on it, right. it's not gonna help the situation. Yeah. Like you mentioned before, all you can do is focus on yourself, right. your own situation, and compete mm -hmm. against yourself. Right, yep, exactly. Um, yeah, so it's it's almost one of those things where it's like, well, duh, I know that that life isn't fair, but it's also one of those things where I think as people we would like to say we're all on the same level, sure. you know, as everyone. Sure. But the truth is, is that you know some people you know are born you know into into something else or with something else, and some aren't. And so, right. Anyway, the bottom line is, I I have a different physical build than LeBron James. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like some of that stuff is like get. I'm, I'm six foot tall. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's like six eight, six nine. Yeah. Well, what can you do about it? It's like I can't, I can't hope myself into growing, yeah. you know, nine yeah. inches. Not that, gonna happen. That's true. That is so, true. You know, I mean, Sad so like, truth. Some of that stuff is, and yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like it's a whole other podcast too. Like some of that, some of that stuff, uh -huh. as unfair as it may be, there's yeah. just some people mm -hmm. that there's just some freak athletes out there. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yep. you can even probably say that about coaches. Like there's yep. probably some coaches that the way their mind works. Mm -hmm. You can't teach it, right? Like you can't work yourself self into it. There's mm -hmm. just something in them that's just yep. different. And no matter right. how hard you work, yeah, they're just gonna have that. And then if they yep. add mm -hmm. hard work on top of that, yeah, it's like it, you can't compare you can't yourself really to that person. Yourself. You know exactly. what I mean? You just, like you said, yeah, you just gotta you gotta focus on yourself. Yep, exactly. And do what you can do. Exactly. Um, it's almost like the, and I'm getting a little off topic here and maybe a little too girly here. This is probably should have been on the women's podcast, but I don't have any kids, but when women, okay. I, when I see women, I had to make that disclaimer. When you I said see, that, you said really strong. I, <laughs> Why did you say that so strong? I don't know. My voice just fluctuated. I don't know. She's trying to convince somebody. It is what it is, Josh. Oh no. Oh no. Anyway, I have, I don't, <laughs> I don't All have right. kids, but when I see, um, some of my friends who, um, pre-baby and then they get pregnant and post-baby I'm like there's no way you're a freak of nature you like there's no you're talking you, about like physically yes like gotcha. physically yeah, like yeah. it looked like there was just a basketball there and then it's gone yeah. and your body's this exact same and then I've seen friends who have struggled right with that so it's good it is one of those thing you know things of like that there's no that is definitely like physiologically that's yeah. just how you were made because there's sure. you know there's i'm like again like that's why i'm like i don't have any kids so i'm not complaining for myself sure but when i see that i feel for for moms who, who yeah. struggle with that in terms of like um and anyway i have a best friend she's a freak of nature she looks exactly the same it's ridiculous so no, after, she a, after she had her kid it's so dumb anyway. no that's a, that's a that's a good <laughs> that is actually a really good uh comparison because I imagine, obviously I'm not a woman, but. <laughs> <laughs> you can't compare yourself to women, Josh. No, no, no. It's no, like when I was pregnant. No, <laughs> no but I think well, in that, especially, especially because yeah. my wife and I just had our, our first, mm. you know, child. Yeah. And, um, you know, walking through that process with my mm. wife, you get, the, you know, me as the husband, you get to see her first hand or first um, row seat to the emotional roller coaster. Yeah. That comes with all of it, right? And right. a piece of that, like you said, is the is the physical transformation. Yeah. And then 
trying to get back to where you were or something close to you were before. Right. So that would be very easy for someone, I think, to get into yeah. that mode of, okay, I see everybody else that, right. like you said, the freaks of nature uh-huh. that seem like, are you yeah. sure you had a kid? Or yeah. do you adopt? I can't right. tell. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, how do we get back to that place? And you right. start comparing yourself to them and then it becomes a, a very, I think, probably an ugly spiral. Right. You know, yeah. so that's, I mean, that's a really, I mean, it's probably a really extreme yeah. case, but it's very true. Right. It's a perfect example it's of it. It's true. And, um, well, and the, and the term temporal comparison yeah. comes in handy in that situation and in any comparison situation, because if you're going to be, I don't even, I don't know if I'm saying this right still. Someone needs to correct me if I'm wrong. Temporal comparison. You're comparing yourself today to where you were in the past and to where you want to be in the future. Yeah. So that will, temporal com- comparison comes in handy when you're thinking about like your physical body I mean, along with everything else, but just in that situation. Sure. For sure. Um, and there, on the article, there were two reasons why this is a good thing. Um, mm-hmm. Number one, it helps to structure your own goals. Mm-hmm. And number two, it helps to troubleshoot. So you're looking for your own personal best. Yes. And you're not trying to reach a level of someone else that it may not be possible at the moment to reach that. Right. But your own goals. So. No, that's very yeah. good. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. I, think, I think that applies to both criticism and comparison. Yeah, I yeah. think so too. Because, you know, like we keep saying, you can take that criticism and you could just immediately discard it. Yeah. But you might be missing out on something. Yep. Or you can take that criticism and hold on to all of it. Yeah. And become jaded from it. Yeah. And then it's going to weigh you down. Yep. I think there's a happy medium where you can take the criticism, take what is beneficial, what you can learn from, what's, what's truth. Yeah. And then maybe discard the rest. Yeah. So and that's with comparison, you know. Yeah, I, it's either way. I don't know. Yeah. It, the comparison criticism is kind of becoming like the react response. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I feel like I'm getting them mixed up, but I feel like everybody gets the point. They all go together. They all kind of mesh together, I think and they so. go. There's very different, various examples. Like what we touched on today is just like a, like a pin drop. Yeah, you know, of things that we could talk about with criticism and comparison. Yeah. But doing the best that we could do with keeping it <laughs> athlete. Contained, yeah. Yeah, contained, you know, related. I got off topic a few times there. But right. I think this, the idea is the same. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And um, so hopefully yeah. that helps someone. Hopefully that helps somebody. So that's, give our, it, that's our hope for all Give this. us a comment or a follow or a mm-hmm. rate or something if this helped you even a little bit. Yes. we would like to know. Yes. Yeah. Because we, definitely. I mean, you know... Uh, Josh and I don't do this just because we're bored. Well, partly. No, I'm just kidding. Not just because we're bored. No, we're maybe, not, maybe no, you. No. <laughs> but it's because we are very um, passionate about um, helping people and helping. Right. And, and, you know, if this is something you relate to or if it's going to hopefully help you on or off the field, coach, athlete, parent, whatever your role is, um, we're hoping that it helps you because this is why we're doing this. So yes, let us know. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's absolutely true. Um, and we haven't said this for a while, but we know that coaching um, is is a difficult thing. Yeah. It's a challenging thing. So we have much respect to all coaches, um, yeah. spouses of coaches. I don't think we ever really shout them out, but we've you know yeah. it's a big it's a big part of it. I know someone yeah. someone mentioned that one of our guests mentioned how mm-hmm. you know it's a big undertaking being a coach, but it's also very challenging sometimes being the spouse of a coach. Yep. And so um, yeah. and then athletes, we understand you know that you're, you're chasing dreams and, and pushing yourselves to be the very best. So right. uh, we just have a ton of respect for all of you. And we never uh, come in here with the mentality that we know anything about these things. Right. Uh, yeah. I definitely don't. I don't know much about anything. We don't. We're pretty much saying we don't have a PhD in any of these topics. Or, <laughs> we do, yeah, or anything. All. I definitely at don't. All. I don't. I don't know why I said that. I don't know. It's like, oh, I do not have a PhD. Yeah, smart Deb is. All right. No. See, now I'm going to walk away thinking about how I'm not as smart as Deb, which I knew beforehand, <laughs> but now it's going to really bother me when I leave here because I'm going to compare myself to her and criticize myself. So thanks, Deb. You know what, Josh? That sounds like a personal issue, so we'll just leave it, it at that. Definitely is. <laughs> so yeah, so, but oh, yeah, no, we, we just like to have the conversations about these things because yeah. I think they're worth having conversations about. Absolutely. So, um, yep. but yeah, uh, where can they find us? You guys can find us at, on Twitter, at Sports Character, Instagram at Character Combine, which is, that's where we post, I think, most content. Facebook is a lot of content. Facebook, Mo- and, Facebook Instagram. and Instagram. Yep. Facebook too, Character Combine. Um, YouTube. There's mm-hmm. LinkedIn, and I'm not giving up on Snapchat because the filters are funny. <laughs> yes. Okay. Now, <laughs> take this criticism to heart. Oh yeah, yeah. It will never happen. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make one. I'll make one, <laughs> and then I'm gonna tell you guys what, and then, and then if it sucks, I'll delete it. But maybe I'll make one. Why waste the time? Gonna... Why waste? <laughs> okay. Um, but anyway. Yeah, and I do want to yeah. say on iTunes. Um, 
Oh. Last time I checked, we we had nine, nine uh, ratings. Sweet. Nine five star ratings. Fabulous. So get us a double digits. Yes. Help us out. Help us. We want yes. way more, but just give us a ten. Be the tenth person, please. You don't get anything. It's not like the you tenth radio caller. You don't get. Any, <laughs> you don't get anything. I was worried where you were going with that. I was like, wait a minute. She's gonna start making promises. They could let us know. They could like screenshot it and circle it and be like, look, I just gave you the ten star. Right. You could do that if you want. I don't know. Sure. <laughs> We didn't discuss this beforehand. I just no, made, this is, I just I made just, the decision. I was just trying to say, well, just give us a double digits. <laughs> <laughs> give us a review. Give us something. Um, we appreciate you guys. Thank you for listening. And yeah. That's it. That's it. Oh, wait a minute. Oh. When are you going to sing? Oh, yeah. You know, we're out of time. So hold on. Think let me, let next. me think back. Dang, I wish I, because we put out a poll the other or a little while ago, a question okay. on Instagram. And I know there was an Earth, Wind, and Fire song. I can't remember. Oh there was, gosh. I feel like Old Town Road was on there. I think we which need. Which I would not I think want I need, to hear. I need some, no, I need some more responses first. You got to give me warm up time. You got to, I got to sing in my that's, car on the way here. I, and that's my warm up. And then I got to sing right away so that I'm warmed up. Okay. That's a good, good idea. Oh my God. That's okay. Now, and I'm, now I understand why you brought up this pro, fake promise about what happens if we get the double digits. So what, what number would you feel comfortable with? as far as like ratings and reviews. I'm totally rolling my eyes. You guys can't see this. She is. If the video was still on, you would have seen it. But okay, so what, what number would you feel comfortable with? Like if we get to so many like five-star ratings, mm. actually I'll take any rating, but really five stars. <laughs> you know what? If we get- We're at nine right now. Okay. If we get to 20. 20? Mm-hmm. Okay, perfect. <laughs> so you guys, all, you guys all heard that. If we can, can get to 20 ratings on mm-hmm. iTunes, five then mm-hmm. she, five stars. It's got to be five star. It's got to be five star. Five, star ratings, then we'll, she'll sing something. I'm not saying well, nothing. I don't know if they'll want to rate us five star. <laughs> They're like, do we want I have, to? I have They're a like, feeling. is this worth it? If anything, my humiliation will be worth it for some people. So yep. at least a lot of people like that though, right? They like listening. To I embar- would. They like listening and watching <laughs> embarrassing things. So, That's true. So either way, it's That's either going to be really good and you're going to be entertained, or it's going to be go awful. Go American Idol. And yeah. then, yeah, and it's gonna, or it's going to be awful, and then you guys can laugh. So. Yep. Either, either way, way. Either way, it's entertainment. Let's get to 20, 20 ratings. Five Twenty-five star, star ratings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, that's enough. All right, we're done. Done. See ya. Bye.